Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. We are one episode away from our 100th episode, and we are looking for the most epic show opener and review to kick off the next 100. Leave a review on iTunes and call us at 315-834-2696 to leave your most creative show opener for us. Thank you to JM Wells 84 for thanking us for keeping it real. She wrote, you ladies are so real. I can relate to everything you guys talk about. Thank you. Oh, that was very nice. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we have some very special guests. We have Ashley and Carrie from the Momtourage podcast. Welcome, welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hi. Okay, before we get chatting with them, let's go ahead and open up the show. Today we have Carly from Minnesota opening things up for us. You can give us a call at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message to open the show for us. Hi, this is Carly from Minnesota. Um, I'm the mom of an almost three-year-old little boy. Um, And before I open the show for you guys, I just wanted to tell you that I had the strangest dream a couple nights ago that Meredith, we met and we were best friends and we went and sat down, um, no mask. So this must've been pre-COVID and we were having lunch and we are getting along just fine. And then Tiffany rounded the corner and did her like, what? what is happening? What is going on? And she was so upset that we were hanging out. And I just want to like clear the air and let Tiffany know that like, I love you both equally. You've gotten me through a ton. And I just, oh, I just, it really saddens me that Tiffany got so upset. So I had to tell you that. And then Dave rounded the corner wearing a helmet for some reason. And I thought to myself, well, we don't know what he looks like, but I guess we know that he's safe. Like, I don't know what he's about to do, but yeah. So anyways, I guess I'll open the show now. Uh, we're all here because we struggle as moms. I struggle as a mom. Um, so let's open the show with a mom fail. Um, anyone who says they haven't struggled or had a fail as a parent clearly needs to go swim in a lake of leaky assholes because they're a huge liebagger. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Oh, my goodness. That dude. was awesome. First of all, before she got to the part about me, I was literally about to say, like, you better back up, Carly. That's my friend, but mm. she already dreamt it, so she knows what time it is. Yeah, clearly, clearly she knows that you have some boundary issues. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a great show opener, and I've never heard swim in a lake of leaky assholes, oh but gosh. it's going in the rotation. It's like if you think about it for too long, <laughs> it's like gross. Is it just the, just the, the butthole itself? I think the leakiness is what got me more than I the butthole. Like a sphincter is a sphincter. You know, you have more than one sphincter. Like the sphincter on your anus is just one of the sphincters we have in our body, right? Like, I feel like you're just making. Are you a doctor? No, I'm not. But like, you do realize you have more sphincters. Like, no. In your, yes, you do. She, I, I, she is a doctor in international waters. In international waters, I am a certified. I saved a life once on a cruise ship. Okay, in international waters, and I'm just saying, but I do know that because my sphincter in my esophagus doesn't why w- doesn't work. Why are we doing that? <laughs> Is it leaky? <laughs> it's leaky. <laughs> mm. 
I'm going to start saying that instead of bag of which is my go-to. Oh, but it's such a good one. I say that one all the time. You can actually send someone a bag of chocolate I have been sent a bag of gummy There you go. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Ashley and Carrie. They have a podcast called Momtourage. So basically, it's what would happen if Chrissy Teigen and Howard Stern had a parenting show. Um, Lots of F-bombs, but they talk about parenting and mom life. These two quote-unquote accidental best friends are dishing uh, some dirt on their podcast about each other, their partners, and each episode kind of goes through, I'm assuming, the daily grind of what it is to be you and and your spouses and and, and kids. Uh, the show originally launched, launched in June of 2019. Ashley and Carrie have given listeners a mom sanctuary to turn to when you're more when you're more Lorelai Gilmore than June Cleaver. If you thought, if you've, Jesus, could I get through this? If you've thought it, they've probably said it and then got kicked out of mommy and me time for it. I absolutely love that. So welcome to the show. Thank um, you. A lot of words. That was a <laughs> lot of words. It was, but what a great, um, I, I want to just circle back to accidental best friends. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's start there. It's a good story. Ashley, well, you yeah. So, uh, origi- so we were the hosts of, and still occasionally are, the hosts of Scary Mommy's podcast, Scary Mommy Speaks. Hmm. Um, they have kind of gone and done some other things. Um, so we wanted to consistently keep working together, uh, but we were supposed to be cast as best friends, and we didn't know each other. They wanted real life best friends. Yeah. So they had sort of courted Ashley. They liked Ashley. They wanted to work with her. Then I, me and my actual best friend, now Ashley is also my actual best friend, but me and my other actual best friend submitted a video and we got brought in and then they mixed and matched me and Ashley and my best friend and Ashley. And so my best friend and I were like, well, obviously we're not being put together. One of us is going to go with Ashley and then we sort of had to keep up the ruse that we were actual best friends, but in short term. But it was a very easy ruse to, to yeah, like up. week we were actual friends. They didn't, they were like psychologists. They like actually knew us better than we knew ourselves. And I was not in the market for any new best friends. Right. And no. Yeah, it shocked me. Now we're It was like you are the one. We had to go in the truth booth and like <laughs> it ended up sticking. Would yeah. you get in trouble for saying that now about no. how we okay. wouldn't probably at the time, but now it's fine. Yeah, Definitely. I don't know. I think it was kind of like I don't. I don't think it was like around. It never had us lie, and we're like back in 1998 when we went to summer camp. <laughs> like, like just skirt around it a little bit, the, right? The right. illusion you um, allude to the fact, but never really confirm right. it. And I'm pretty sure even before we recorded the first episode when we were, they were doing like press photos for us, I think I. I think you're cutting out. Did you say something about a vagina? Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know what she said, but something about vaginas. What did you say? I I said, even before we recorded the actual content for the podcast, they had us do a press shoot kind of thing. And the whole entire time, I just was talking about my vagina and being like a dirty, dirty bird. Mm -hmm. And that was when we knew. That was when we knew that we were going to be best friends. So, you know, I find that if you just right away start talking about your vagina, you can figure out whether you're going to be friends with someone real, real quick. That is, that is the, uh, that's the carry test. Well, I'm going to have to try that. 
<laughs> There's the lady. That was um, a great time. At the crossing guard seems really nice, and I've thought we could be friends. So maybe when I go to pick my kid up, I'm gonna be like, "So, do you have dangly curtains too, or what's oh, up? Yeah. What is yeah. it? That's great. Open, now, open with how is your labia? Open yeah. with that. Okay. I, Carrie tends to ask you about what your vagina is smelling like right now. Oh. Um, so if you really want to go the Carrie route, that's that's what you do. That's a that's a hard pass for me. I don't know. <laughs> I really ever want to know what somebody else's vagina <laughs> smells like. I don't really want to know what my own smells like. Currently, I'm rocking pencil shavings, which is a very good, healthy vagina smell for me. Wait, there's different vagina smells. I well, personally, I have a couple. And I oh, jeez. <laughs> Based on what? The time of the month or what you're your eating? Your pH balance, how much water you're drinking, are you taking your meds regularly? All kinds of things. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've lost Meredith. This is when we need the the more you know, the little shooting yeah. star. Yeah. I just circled yeah. right back to leaky assholes this entire time. It just went right back to the lake right. of leaky assholes. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. So, that's great. I love that you guys were accidental best friends. Tiffany has a question. I feel like you're we're skipping the mom fail and it's not fair because they because I'm not the only failer in this relationship oh. and we need to find out who else is failing. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. We skipped the mom fail. I got I think you're getting out of it. It's well, Carrie it's not, and Ashley. Yeah, it's what one you guys get to duel it out, whoever wants to give it. But we usually open our show with a mom fail moment. It's just some way that you kind of fell short uh, with your kids in some way, shape, or form. Obviously, we talk about the fact that every mom <laughs> fails. Old? But if you have a recent one that you'd like to share with the group, the group would appreciate it. So I'll go because I mine is fresh from this morning. Um, crying on the phone with me. Yeah, I, she literally FaceTimed me this morning and was like, "Hey, we we're going on a podcast today," and I was crying. Um, oh my gosh. And now I'm bringing it up. I'm really sorry. I should have oh, just let it go. Please, it's not a. It's you know every day is a new fresh wound in 2020. It's totally fine. Um, so essentially, I have a three year old son. Uh, he is you know learn at home preschool. Um, and my son is, I mean, I'm sure every parent says this and I'm sure every parent believes this just like I do, but I believe my son is pretty exceptional intelligence wise, um, far more than I ever was. And, uh, it's kind of a struggle with him. Like I'm, I'm not an exceptional teacher in any way. I am, um, have a zillion and one other things I'd rather be doing. Uh, I'm not good at it. I don't have the patience for it. Um, so this morning we had to write some words in school and it ended in quite a fight. Um, when I had some time to step away, I feel like I felt very, uh, this is very vulnerable. I felt very embarrassed. I was very, uh, upset with myself because I felt like I was a bit emotionally abusive. Um, and, you know, I didn't, I wasn't like, you're a fucking idiot. None of that happened. But it was like, do you want it? Aren't you, you're a smart kid, right? Why would you act dumb? Why would you act this way? You're better than this. And it was because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And that's the honest truth. And I really wanted him to be as good and as great at this thing as I know he is. And I went about it the complete wrong way. And I'm 
uh, only sharing this because I feel like moms relate to this in okay. some way. And it's like, I, I'm still not sure where to go. I'm not sure if tomorrow in school, if he decides to draw a circle instead of writing a word, if I just go very, that's so good. Good job, honey. But that doesn't feel truthful either. So I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm very disappointed in myself. Um, and I feel like I did not break the cycle this morning <laughs> of what I was the way I was brought up and um, I'm disappointed. And that's it. And I f-ing hate homeschool so much. Dude. I don't know what else to say. So, I hate it so can much. I, can I ask something real quick though? Cause I, have, yes. I want to talk about it too. Yeah. And yeah. I know that you guys are, cause my kids are older, but when did three-year-olds start going to school? I'm saying ch- I, went to, I went to pre-K and at three, you guys did not People are like, Oh, you're crazy for doing this. I, I did. So I don't know. Also, this is tequila. Just tequila. <laughs> okay. Wait <laughs> a minute. That's not a joke. Yeah. Listen, three, three years old. You're teaching. You were, when you said, well, like when you said we were writing some words, I, I almost laughed out loud because I was like, what the f- are you, who, who, what three-year-old is writing words? This is a thing. Three-year-olds do my kid, my kid read me a book last night. Shut, Shut up. Get up. in his defense. Get out. In his defense. It was a picture defense, book. It's a book that he has read 6,000 f-ing times. So did he really read it or know it from memory? I'm sure it was more memory. Wow. But, I also, I just want to harness it. I like, maybe he's going to fucking cure cancer, guys. I don't know. I, I don't think, know. Well, I he think knows. that part of it is great. Podcast that he doesn't get paid for. How's that? I, I or think leaky assholes. Maybe he'll solve leaky yeah. assholes. I yeah. think that's great. But I also think for just for 30 seconds, give yourself the the grace that you need in that moment, because it is frustrating no matter what age your child is with the, with online learning. But I think that you have a lot of, um, is this your only, you have one? Yeah. Yeah. So you're I'm also an only. Okay. So you, yeah, yeah. you've got some things to unpack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. Uh, but just, I need you to give yourself some grace and relax for a hot minute because three is very little. And yes, he sounds in, obviously very intelligent, but at the same time, you need to just give yourself a damn break. Yeah. Um, Tiffany, what did and you want to say on this and him? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was pretty much going to say, um, that I just want to thank you, uh, just for being so honest about that. I think a lot of us do stuff sometimes and we're like, Oh my God, I'm glad nobody saw that because they think I was a real piece of shit. And, um, I think, that the fact that you're talking about that, even me, it helped me feel better. And it made me reflect on the times when I like, I'll do things and I'll be like, God, that was a dick move. And I think what's most important is that you recognize it and you learn from it and you try to switch it around. But I just wanted to thank you for talking about it because even some of the comments here um, are people saying like, thank you. I feel the same way. So that's why it's so important to share our truth. That makes me feel better about some shit I've been doing lately. And (laughs) Uh, I need to do some reflecting myself, I think. Well, thanks for uh, being a safe place because it's really f-ing scary to say things like that. And uh, you took all the fear out of it. And that's, you know, that's what Carrie and I try to do for each other. And that's what we try to do with Momtrage is just make a safe place for moms. I think that's the beautiful thing about this kind of mom world we're all a part of right now. And I don't just mean like raising kids. I mean, the mom media entertainment world is mm-hmm. we're building this safe place for moms to be like, 
man, I feel shitty and man, I did the wrong thing, but it's okay because at least I'm addressing it. And from here we can grow. Yep. 100%. And also laugh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And also I'm super impressed with your kid. My mm-hmm. kid's six and he's just, he just learned how to write his name. So I feel like either we need to step our shit up <laughs> or <laughs> your kid, uh, this is crazy. He's like a little Listen, Einstein. My, my kid also was talking about his penis in class today. So let's like not get ahead of ourselves, That's but he called it his weakness. Yeah. That's the beginning of many years of that, you know, cause he is going to be a boy who turns into a man who will continue to talk about his penis in any, oh, any way he gets the opportunity. Um, but you know, obviously Carrie loves to talk about her vagina. So I guess it's, <laughs> You know, some people are really you never grow out of it. circle moment. Yeah, yeah. I think I, it's I just fine. Say, right before this, I had therapy with my therapist and my I had her on speakerphone and my daughter was like, butthole, butthole, butthole. <laughs> the whole time I had my therapy session with my therapist. At least your therapist is like, okay, I get it. I know why we're yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I see that. Mm-hmm. How old are your kids, Carrie? Or kids? I, I just have one. She's two. Oh my gosh. Finally. Every, a lot of people we talk to on the podcast have older kids. Yeah. And uh, my kids are on the younger end of things. Yeah. And I was so. late to the game and probably only going to pop one out because, um, as we talked about before, I'm pairing my puzzle. So probably one and done. Squeaked one out. Squeaked. At the very end. Yeah. Kids are great, you know. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Kids are great, but no, mine are, I, I'm trying to sit here and remember back to the toddler years because I am pretty far removed with my youngest being 10 and my oldest 15 in a couple of months. So I have, I have a high schooler, a middle schooler and an elementary schooler. But, um, I was thinking when you were telling this story about your son, um, my oldest who went, now that you were saying this, I am kind of remembering preschool now, um, But when he was four and in VPK, because four is VPK here, three is just daycare. Like, I don't know that they're teaching them anything, colors, things like that. But four is like, you need to get ready for kindergarten because at some point somebody's going to want you to read and write something. But um, he, my my oldest, um, was uh, almost removed from a daycare because he was doing, he was, you have to they would point to the letter, you say the letter and you go through everything, blah, 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 whatever this test was. And, um, the, the woman said, I need you to read your letters. And he said, well, I've already done this. And she said, I know, but I need you to read it again for this other teacher. Cause we're going to go through it. And he said, I've done it once. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> and we got called in and like had this meeting and she's like, you know, he, he can be a bit combative. And I said, well, did he do it already? And she said, yes. I said, well, then oh, why gosh, does Meredith, he, you're one of those moms. Why does he have to do it again? Like we know he knows A, B, C, like, what are we doing? Like do something else. And she goes, well, I, I can't, he's four. So he can't get moved to the other curriculum. I said, well, if he's already done this, give him the stuff for the kindergartners or listen to him bitch about already having done it. Like, I don't understand. Um, so no I get it. where he gets it. Whatever point is. I've been like, these rules are stupid. Well, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I mean, and Dave, I think was with me on it too, because it was kind of like, why are you making him do this again? If he's already done it, clearly he knows his letters, give him the next thing. You know? Well, right. th- th- there was a little, little more to it's the testing, right? They do testing to see if you can go up to the next level and so forth. And 
all of the other kids in his age group were still there doing the testing and he had already done it a week and two weeks before. So he'd already done it a few times. And this was like the third or fourth time they're like, you need to do it again. And he, he said, no, um, I don't really want to do it again. I've already done it for you. So no. And he's sweet about it. See, like me, I, I was just, I'm very blunt and very raw, whereas my oldest son is very sweet. So he was being sweet with how he said it, but he was just adamant in the fact that he was not going to do it again. So I do remember the toddler years being quite the trying time. Uh, I call them the trenches. I feel like you guys are in the full on trenches, like wearing battle gear, um, you know, you're still probably not sleeping through the night. Do your kids still wake you up occasionally? No. Is that really. like a thing? Are you good? Now he's, now he's starting to again. Now that he's in a big boy bed, he's starting to like, he'll wake up and be like, you know what? I feel like getting in bed with mom and dad. And we, it's that's, that's the fight every night now. Yeah. So, so yeah. do you co-sleep or do you move him back to his no. room? No, we did. We did when he was little and occasionally, you know, we'll watch a movie together in bed, but you know, that's pre going to bedtime, but no, we, 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 for us, our sleep is just as important as him getting his sleep. So, uh, he's just, I I feel like he's in that really great, fabulous phase where he's just testing every boundary humanly possible. And it's, I'm, I, I just want to leave. I just want to leave and never look back. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like that before. Yeah. I, my yeah. friend, the one that I, my friend that I auditioned for Scary Mommy with, she has triplets Mm-mm. and then another yeah. And she actually did just leave. <laughs> she, one day, she was like, I'm getting zero help, no sympathy. She was, she has a husband. He was there. It wasn't like she abandoned her children. She was just like, bye. And she checked herself into a five star hotel in States. Yes, Wow. I love that. Mm, okay. Also, she's rich. That needs to be said. She's okay. Oh, okay. Her. okay. You don't, you don't yeah. get to just leave and go to a four-star luxury hotel. But, yeah. But she was just like, you need to see. But also just so her. that you understand what That's I'm dealing with. Her. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's really good. good for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you do just want to leave. You're just like. Well, it was, I had, did either of you have postpartum depression after either of your kids at all? Yeah. Carrie, you did? Yep. When did you? I had it pre too, but I had a different version of it. Uh, <laughs> That's just depression. That's just depression, Carrie. <laughs> I know. But I had it in a different way afterwards. Yeah. Did you um, struggle with it for a while before getting help or were you like aware of what it was? Uh, I was really nervous about having it because I come from a long line. Well, my sister had it really bad. And I also come from a long line of people who have mental mental stuff and i have seen i've had my share of ups and downs and so i was sort of ready for it but the thing that was i think different was i expected it to look a different way like you know you read bloggers and whatever celebrities that have had it and so i thought it was going to be like that i didn't connect with my child or something and that was not how i had it mine was more like uh the anxiety or fear of leaving the house or some other like OCD style stuff. I was connecting with my child. That wasn't the issue. And I think I just thought it would look a different way. So I did it. Even though I was on the lookout, it took a little while for me to realize, Oh, this is that. It just doesn't take the same form for everybody. Yeah. There's, there's different versions of Mm -hmm. it. Not like it's. I had to switch my meds and then I went off breastfeeding and went 
got medication and it helped a lot. Good. I'm glad. I had it pretty bad too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know. Like during your pregnancy, they talk about it. And then after you pop the baby out, they come in and make you sign a million papers and try to take pictures and like all the shit they're shoving in your face. One of the people came in about postpartum depression. I remember like brushing him away because I was like, it's not a problem. I don't need it. And then it wasn't until later on that I did need it. But um, well, I've also found out from friends and just talking to other people about it, that sometimes it doesn't kick in until after the hormones drop. Like It doesn't always happen like right after you pop out that baby, that initial drop. Sometimes it's the drop that happens a little later Mm -hmm. and then it hits you and you're like, but I'm not postpartum anymore. I've had this baby for like a year and sometimes it happens then. That's true. Yeah. I'm not a doctor either, by the way. <laughs> Me either. I'm like, that's an accurate description of the clinic. But I have experience. gone to therapy for almost 30 years. So I feel like I'm almost a professional. <laughs> I love it. I love therapy. I love that you talk openly about therapy too. I feel like that has a big stigma around it. And um, they, you just like said it right at the beginning. I just had therapy before this. And I was like, yeah. inside, I'm like, yes, good for you. Just well, My dad's a therapist me. too. So everyone whose dad's a therapist is f***ed up. Oh my gosh. So you go to therapy, you just like get your car, you like come out and they're like, oh, your dad's a therapist. You just were messed up. (laughs) Um, Ashley, are you an actress or anything? Uh, Yes, I used to be. I knew it. I don't know. So is Carrie. Carrie's had a lot more success than I have. Really? Let's talk about it because you're, this is going to be the weirdest thing and it's not going to come out as a compliment, but I swear I mean it as a compliment. Ashley, you remind me of like every lead character who is like quiet and shy in the movie and like in the romance movies, like you have an actress face. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, you are too. And also, She's the face of Bobby Brown. Oh, excuse me. What does this mean? Tell me, what do you guys do? I swear, hanging out with you sometimes is like hanging out with your grandmother who like just (laughs) pulls out a scrapbook. Yes. Like, (laughs) here's my brag book. Um, (laughs) I like was in one Bobby Brown campaigny thing once. And Wait, I will Bobby tell everyone Brown about it. Like is the not with Houston's ex, correct? No, but this no, is a that would have been something. That would have been a music really... video or something. No. <laughs> so this is not the face for that, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> or the ass for that, I think. <laughs> Although so- COVID, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> That's true. Do you two live in New Jersey? Or I heard you kind of talking about it a little bit, but are there a lot of opportunities there or did you have to travel to New York? Well, we, both of us where we live, I'm a little closer to Manhattan, but we're both like right outside of New York City. Got and it. I grew up in this area. So I've always just like, it's literally a 10 minute bus ride and you're just in the city. Um, and I just moved to New Jersey after being in New York for t- over 20 years. Yeah. What, do, what do you, do you do theater, Carrie? I I've done all of it. I was on a soap opera for many years. Shut and it. I've done, yeah. What and soap I've done opera? TV and film and theater. All my children. Oh, nice. You're lying to my just, face. Just that little soap opera called All My Children. No big deal. The soap I was, opera. I was on it for a little while when I was in my 20s, and then I've done TV, film, Broadway, all that stuff. Yeah. Nice. That's so cool. I just. I mean, Tiff- it isn't, Tiffany. It isn't. It's fun, but it's also not. Tiffany wants to be an actress. I don't know. And I, what, what are you saying? 
<laughs> Tiffany totally wants to be an actress, which I support that dream of hers. I actually yes. want to be in the writer's room. Yes. So not on the camera side, but I, mm. I love to write jokes. I love to script. I love to do those things. So, um, you know, but every time we have a guest on who uh, his, is in TV, Tiffany it always wants to know all about the TV. Which, Stop! But, I just... <laughs> But I, I want you to make connections with these people no, outside of I, it so that they can like hook you up with the right people to get no. you on television. That's not I mean, I, you guys are doing the right thing. You're in the right field for all, both of those things. Like this is, this is, you know, I, I basically went into hosting because it was just like, huh. you get to control it. No, I just like it better. I got to be me. I got to just like have conversations with people and ask questions and, you know, really kind of and producing because I really like to steer the way things go. And that's a control thing. Um, and that's a Virgo thing. A what? But a Virgo, Virgo thing. Yeah. Yeah. When's Ooh. your birthday? September 22nd. We're, bo- oh, we're both 20th. September. I'm the last day. Yes. Sometimes confused for a Libra. I'm still not sure which one I am. On the cusp. Yes. My husband's the 23rd. I'm the 20th. He's the 23rd. Oh, really? So we're like, yeah, we You're hug like that. Sandwich. Yeah, we hug that little. Oh, my God. Hi, I'm Ashley. And today I'm putting Bobby Brown some fluid powder foundation. Oh, son of a <laughs> the liquid and then just sets as a powder. I think my skin <laughs> looks amazing. It's lasted all day. So what? natural. I'm not at all happy. <laughs> Oh my god! Stop it! I was what watching I it behind his behind his back. Over <gasps> we get there. to see it. There it is. I was oh. blown. Oh, that is not me. Oh, oh look, Ashley. Let's just get my- Hey, beauties, and welcome back to my channel. If oh, Dave, you what are you doing? Are what are you doing? Hi, I'm Ashley, and there today I'm is. putting Bobby Brown some fluid powder foundation to the test. It starts as a liquid and then just sets as a powder. I think my skin looks amazing. It's lasted all day. So natural and not at all cakey. Not Look at all. my pretty friend. Look at my pretty friend. Uh, not at all cakey. No. Thanks, thanks, guys. That's very cringy. Thank you so much. Yeah, surprise. Hey, and welcome back. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, Was that your son in the thing? That was. That was Aww. him uh, last year. This Actually, that was shot a year ago before everyone's careers went down (laughs) (laughs) that's where all of our careers went into the lake of leaky assholes yes yes. i was like man when i booked that i was like 2020 is gonna be my year this is happening it's happening so raise your hand if you thought 2020 was gonna be your year because i just have to be honest and say i had a my journal I had my 2020 goals. I had written down things. I was like, it's going to be the year for the podcast tour. It's going to be the year for my my own comedy tour. It's going to be the year that I get into a writer's room. It's going to be the year that I get um, some sort of a, a te- whether I'm on TV or I'm writing for TV. It's going to be the year for blah, blah, blah. And then I looked at it the other day and I was like, I didn't do anything. Any of those things, 2020. Like, we're going to make real money. We're going to go on a vacation together. Ooh. I, what, what's the, I vision on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve day, I vision boarded. Ooh. I did like a two hour long meditation. I don't meditate, but I did like a two hour long meditation with my husband. I did so much shit. And then caused this actually. I, I wow. honestly, there are times where I'm like, this is all my fault. I tried too hard. <laughs> I just like I pushed too hard, and all this shit is my fault. 
They're saying that this happened because of that broom challenge that was going on. Did you see where everybody, the earth was like out of alignment and everybody stood their broom straight up? Right. My husband said that that's, you could do that any day of the year. It's not real. <laughs> it's just physics. Speaking of, what do you guys think of birds? Oh my God. Uh, I love them. Yeah. I want one and, and Carrie and my husband both are strongly against it. Why is that? What do we, what, what, what are you going to shatter here? No, nothing. I think think that Ashley getting a bird is like too on brand. She lives, she lives in a neighborhood with a lot of old Cuban people who all have birds. And And I'm also also, Cuban. Yeah. Ash is also Cuban. And so I think it's just like the most old lady Cuban thing she could do (laughs) is to like get a bird. I feel like that just takes her like, next level which you know i embrace but like maybe wait a few years you're right. still a young gal it's like trying to be chris kardashian too early yeah right right exactly don't peak don't peak too early like, you haven't peaked right. a bird yet i don't think so right. but you know where long branch new jersey is not Ish. far from here yeah that's where i was born oh but i moved from there when i was like three so i don't know anything about it but that i was there one time when I came out. Of that's, my where my, that's where my stepmom was born in Long Branch. Really? Do we like her? Yeah, we like my stepmom. <laughs> we, like my dad. we like my stepmom better than we like my dad. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, that's my goal with my stepkid. I'm like, yeah. I want you to hate him one day and love me forever. That's kind of how it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, anyway, we're, we're real good with her. Yeah. I was asking about the birds because. Um, you want a bird? Some of them are actually not birds they're government spies oh like like you think they're robot things or they're just or they're alien or like what well the government sends them to listen in on important conversations and they recharge on power stations that's why they're never around me i have no important conversation (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding i was just bringing it up to mess with meredith because she hates this conspiracy theory because it's not a thing the government okay. do you- doesn't build robot pigeons to send out to listen to us. They just You're simply right. don't. They what do you guys think about the monolith? Yeah. they. Li- I am perplexed and intrigued. I feel like Scary. they're... Okay, so... Sorry, sorry. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Tiffany. Please do, because I'll go on for a year about this. And please, you and Carrie should. Really <laughs> Tell me, Carrie. Really into aliens. I'm really into ghosts. Just yeah. so you know. And look, she's like, watch your time. Tiffany, watch your time. No, no, no. That was my my watch telling me that I've sat too long today. And if I don't get my fat ass up and moving, that I'm not going to meet my goals. Doesn't it stress you out when she looks at her watch? Just just shake your arm. It just turned. That worked. Shake it. Meredith always does Um, that. And I feel like I'm on a I was into the monolith in Utah. I felt like it was the right... I felt like everything, they had me until Ashley said she zoomed in on the picture and she saw welding holes. Screw and holes, I was like, yeah. Screw holes. Because I believe alien technology does not need screws. They can melt no. it with their mind. Yeah. Now, the <laughs> other one that showed up, the other one that showed up in, like, Denmark or wherever that other one, Romania, Romania I think. that I looked bunk as shit. That one looked bunk as shit because that one had, like, you could see like the scrub circles like you're at Home Depot when you buy a piece of metal. I was like, that one is definitely not real. Then, evidently, when someone knocked down the one in Utah, it was hollow inside. Why'd they knock it down? Some dude was like, this this is bad for our environment because all these tourists 
went and visited it and it was ruining the natural land. And so like a bunch of dudes were like, this isn't good for America. And they just like knocked it down and turns out it was hollow inside, which I feel like that's weird. So I don't think it's real now. I think it's an artist, but I was on the, I was on the aliens. I was really like, it's aliens. They're coming to listen to us. That's the antenna. Maybe it's a portal. So you thought an alien sent down a hollow structure. No, I once it was hollow, I didn't think it was not alien. hollow. She thought it was a filled in structure. So then had it, it been alien. filled in, then it would have been an alien. It was maybe, a, a, yeah. It was in a super remote place, like shoved right. between mountain holes. Right. Yeah, I how saw could it have it gotten there? Because somebody drove up and put it there. What do you mean, how did it get there? I've made what I said. <laughs> oh my gosh. They didn't see tracks. They have cameras on there. They didn't see anyone coming or going. Mm-hmm. It's like the Great Lines of Nazca. I don't know. That. What is that? In Nazca, Peru, there's these pictures that you can only see from like way up high, like way, way plane or spaceship. There, you When you're in the lines, you can't see them. But there are these huge pictures of like birds and faces, and they have no idea how they've got there. They've gone deep into the earth, and they've been in there for a long time through the layers of the earth. And they believe that aliens had it as a roadmap. Read it. It's a big thing. Great lines of Nazca in Peru. It's like crop circles, but different. Birds, you say. Birds. (laughs) Carrie is a wealth of... we, We often talk about what our... If we were to host a different kind of podcast, what it would be. And hers would be like murder, ghost, aliens. Aliens, cryptozoology. Yeah. Cryptozoology. Correct. What is that? that? So cryptozoology is the study of animals that have not been scientifically found yet. And actually, recently, three animals have been proven to be true. They were prehistoric and they were found in a deep lake, frozen. The lake of leaky assholes, yeah. That right. It's like the lee. Yes. It's like uh, Bigfoot, (laughs) Loch Ness. They're all like sightings of animals. But a couple of them have been proven that were just like pre that they found the bones and it actually is a real thing that was prehistoric and they just hadn't found it yet. But some of them are like urban legend, like the Jersey Devil, that kind of stuff. So cryptozoology is the study of it in a scientific way through evidential research to see if it actually is a real thing or if it's a fake thing. Okay, and let's let's clear up because people in the comments are now like, oh, um, Meredith is bagging on this. She doesn't believe in aliens. I do believe in aliens. Okay. Meredith's getting hate for not believing. The- <laughs> I do believe in aliens. There's no way aliens don't exist. Look at just the size of the galaxy that we live in. And then think about the, the, the vastness of the universe. I'm, I, I am not somebody who thinks that like, I'm, you know, like I'm a tiny little speck in a speck of a speck of a speck. Like, I believe in the aliens, right? Do I believe they brought this to Utah? No. Or that thing I mean, to Romania? I am open to it. Until... The, in, the, joke, yeah. the joke for 2020 is that the aliens were locking their doors when they flew by the Earth, right? Like, I don't know what's going on in right, that Right, like, this is terrible. So now they're we like... We still have a month. Yeah, it's true. So now, now they're Slow like... Slow down, Ashley. They're we like the toddler that. kid throwing spikes into an <laughs> ant into an anthill right they're dropping spikes from the sky and see where they land yeah i just feel like sometimes we sometimes people want to go to a conspiracy theory when there's literally just a very good explanation and there's not a need for that 
right? Like, I do not believe the government made a bunch of robot pigeons. I'm sorry. I don't think that that's a true thing. The government listens into us on a daily basis through Alexa, through our phones, through our desktops, through many other ways. Are they listening? Do, am I, do I believe that Big Brother is listening to us all of the time? Absolutely. I absolutely believe that they are. I also, um, you know, believe that that people like like in double agents and spies and all of this other crazy crap but for the most part like the government doesn't want to listen in to me and my in my boring life it's not for you who is it for it's for, it's for the aliens people um look at look at mark zuckerberg you want to talk about aliens He's in, wait, Mark Zuckerberg is an alien? Tiffany. Okay. Maybe he's a raptoid person. They're already here. What the hell? Wait, an alien. what the hell is a raptoid? Oh man, this is a whole other I love where this okay. is going. You need to Google oh, Elvis <laughs> Presley. Elvis Presley. Shapeshifter. Oh yeah, my God. Shapeshifter. And let me tell you, that is, that's some pretty concrete evidence as it's far compelling. as I'm concerned. Yeah. I I am I'm more to on the you know what I'm somewhere in the middle of Meredith and then you two, um, but I am gonna say that I think uh, I think that the Stephanie, Elvis Presley video is pretty. Stephanie pretty and compelling. I are gonna do a side podcast. Yeah, yeah. Elvis Presley is a reptilian shapeshifter. Yes. Watch YouTube it. Everyone, don't leave right now. Wait till the podcast is over. Yes. But then go to YouTube and Google Elvis Presley or search for Elvis Presley. So you believe he's still and alive then, then in shapeshifter version? No. No. No, I don't necessarily believe oh, that. Oh, no. He's dead. What about Tupac and Big? I don't, I didn't really think that far ahead, you know? But he did shapeshift, but he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Bieber is also a reptilian shapeshifter. Is he? There's two videos right off the bat that I can think of that that they're saying uh, proves that. There's one where he's running by fans and his face quickly morphs into something else. And then you gotta get on this, Ashley. There's another one where he's in court (laughs) and um, his eyes do a crazy double blank reptile thing. But people are saying it's it's a camera glitch. (laughs) Oh my. Gosh. Here's the deal. This is our hot gossip for next week. (laughs) Listen, here's the situation. Does it make people crazy on a week vacation? Oh, we weren't doing that. Okay. No. Does it make people crazy to believe conspiracy theories? Maybe. Is it exciting to open your mind and let in other possibilities as long as you're not harming anybody else? You know what I mean? I forget what the initial question was. Is it harmful? (laughs) No, I, don't I don't even know if there was an initial question, to be completely <laughs> honest. We were talking about the monolith and then, you know, birds. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. has shifted. Life I, can be boring. So I, why not get into a rabbit hole of reptilian news anchors glitching live on air? You know what right. I'm saying? I think that I, I don't do I think that there's harm when you're doing it in a fun way for entertainment? No. Do I think that that there can be harm when people li- believe things that can potentially be harmful for? Uh, well, that's our, why I specified yes, it. I do. I think that there is a line. Um, and I think that we do have to be, we have to be careful in that aspect of it. Correct. Um, we're also living in a, in a very dangerous 
conspiracy yes. conspiracy theory time. So yes. I understand exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. To Tiffany's point, like it doesn't hurt anyone to believe that that Elvis was a shapeshifter. No, yeah, Pizzagate maybe maybe hurt some people. You know, this yeah. know. this whole it, it, the conspiracy stuff used to be so different. Like back in 2012, when I really started looking into all of this, there wasn't all this like political stuff going on. It was just something that I did mainly right. because I was on a lot of drugs. But now, <laughs> right. Right. The conspiracy theories are so politically intertwined that it's yeah. like you got to be careful using the word conspiracy theory. I like right. to think of it as like alternate reality. Do I, I enjoy I mean? a good read about Bigfoot? Sure. Do I also agree that there are probably animals out there that we have not um, like like categorized or cataloged in like the animal journal of whatever. Absolutely. They're, they're still discovering fish and all sorts of other creatures down at the bottom of the dang ocean because it takes so long to get to the bottom of the ocean. Right. Right. So do I, do I believe all of these things? Absolutely. I mean, we still have dinosaurs walking on our planets today. Look at, uh, look at alligators and crocodiles. That is a direct descendant of, uh, uh, paleolithic or whatever creature, right? Like these are di- these are legit. These are legit, yeah. legit dinosaurs. Like I, and I am I know so little <laughs> in the scheme of what is vast knowledge, but sometimes I just think to myself, like sometimes it's just face value. That's it. It's just face value. It is what it is. You're looking at it. There is no way to spin this or whatever. And then other times, yeah, I think I can go down the, the train or the trail. I believe in ghosts. Tiffany was scratched by a witch ghost one time. What? She came to my house. I said, what's that on your face? She said, I was scratched by a ghost witch in my sleep. And I was no. like, yes, you did. No, bring bring up joking. the episode. <laughs> we need I to find that. You said... You were scratched in the middle of the night by a ghost witch. <laughs> I don't think I ever said that. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I will find the episode. <laughs> That's yes, like you shit I would say. And I was like, stop it. And you're like, no, I was scratched by a ghost witch. And I'm like, I don't. Carrie had sex with a ghost. <gasps> I've you heard of this. Stop and it. And I heard that it's the best SEX I don't ever. Know. I don't know if I believe it personally, but Carrie claims. Okay, okay here's what happened. Please, please, here's what happened. Okay, so I was staying at a friend's country house with my boyfriend at the time, who I had not seen in a long time because we lived on separate coasts. That's neither here nor there. Super old house in Connecticut. Connecticut is notoriously a very haunted place. All the Civil War activity. It's on the Appalachian Trail. It has a lot of sandstone and limestone, which helps conduct ghost activity. Anyway, uh, so I we got into the, it was like a side house and the people were not there, like, you know, like a guest house. And there was no toilet paper. So I called to my partner. I said, hey, can I get some toilet paper? He's like, there's no toilet paper. You're going to have to like shake. So I quick shake. We're like, when we go into town, we'll get some toilet paper. We go into town, we eat dinner, we buy some toilet paper. We come home, I go to use the bathroom again, and there's toilet paper stacked from floor to ceiling in a tower. And I'm like, nobody's here. Do they have like some sick cleaning lady that comes in and thinks it's funny to like stack toilet paper floor to ceiling? We were like a little riled, but we're like, haha, somebody must have come and, and did that, right? So then we go to bed. I promise you, I had one glass of wine. No drugs. That's the important part of the story. <laughs> no wine. I mean, one glass of wine, no drugs. 
And I'm Irish, so it takes a lot more than one glass of wine to even make a dent in this lady's constitution. So we started having sex, and I remember us having sex, and I remember it, like, being good. And then I remember falling asleep. That's all I remember. And then in the middle of the night, you know, like, when you're spooning your partner, I was the big spoon. I guess that says a lot about our relationship. I was the big spoon, and he started doing that thing, like, when they're having a nightmare. He was like, (sighs) And so I was like, didn't really want to open my eyes. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. So you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Seemed like 10 minutes had passed. He did it again. I was like, are you okay? He turns to me and he says, I need you to look over my shoulder and tell me what you see. No. Yes. And so I went like this and I saw a colonial woman in a white dressing gown with long black braids and a bonnet doing needlepoint. Her hand was moving. She was sitting on a bench. My suitcase was open on the bench. And she looked like she was made of smoke, but I couldn't see my suitcase. So she was opaque enough. And it looked like her form was filled with swirling smoke and that she was lit from inside with amber light. Totally serious. And she was like this story is watching other people listen to it. She was like this and she was staring at David. Like I was looking at her, but she wasn't looking at me. She was staring at David going like this. And I was like, uh, I see a colonial woman made of amber smoky light and she is doing needlepoint. He's like, I was sleeping and I heard someone call my name and I opened up my eyes and I saw this woman doing needlepoint. And I went back to sleep thinking it was just my imagination. And I opened my eyes again and she was still there. And I, I see the same thing. So we checked back in with her. We didn't like want to make direct eye contact because we were like, okay, with her there, but we didn't really want an interaction with her. And I'll get to, I'll get to where we had sex. I promise. Uh, so we checked throughout the night and like one of the fifth times we checked, she was gone and we got up and we looked all around. We're like, this had to have been a, some crazy Scooby-Doo lighting or something. We like looked, my suitcase was still there. I didn't see the suitcase before. We both had the same experience. We go into town to do research to be like, let's look up what was on this house. Like we have the whole weekend. Let's just like go into town, ask around. And he's like, man, what a weird night. He's like, first, the toilet paper thing. Then the door opened while we were having sex. And it was like crazy sex. You were like choking me out. You female everywhere. And I go, what? And he's like, yeah, you were really rough. Like it was sexy, but it was like scary. You were like choking me. And then you everywhere. And you've never done that before. And I was like, I did He's like, you were like possessed. And then he goes, it was her, wasn't it? I don't remember this. He's like, you know, when I woke up the first time and I I opened my eyes and I saw her, I guess that's when you felt, when I felt him shake the first time. He's like, I heard her say to me, David, David, it's Maggie. And then I got an erection. He's like, then I closed my eyes again. I looked again. And that's when I woke you up. He's like, I think Maggie possessed you and fucked me. And then we looked up and there's a thing like a succubus where the uh, ghost is not fulfilled in her life. And she comes through the body of someone else to try to be fulfilled in her ghost life. Hold on. You didn't have sex with a ghost. Ghost You were the ghost. (laughs) Evidently like came inside my body. This sweet needlepoint lady is into choking and s***ing? Yes. response to that <laughs> turns out well we didn't live there we were just staying there turns out it was the place where the farmhouse where we were on was on a civil war it was a, oh. 
what? Ascension. No, it was a place where women who lost their partners in the Civil War would come and live together after their husbands had died and they didn't have anyone to take care of them. So That's they were horny. <laughs> so you saw it and you're like, all right, let's just, let's just head back to bed. <laughs> no, we stayed up. We'll once check we back in later. No, we like faced each other. We weren't, we didn't go to sleep. You just, just stood there eye to eye, like <laughs> all night. <laughs> well, no, like his back was like this. And then we were like, she's still there. I'm afraid to look because my whole thing is having known about ghosts, like, there's something called like a residual haunt and like an intelligent haunt. And an intelligent haunt is when they like interact with you. And I'm like, I don't think I'm okay with an intelligent. <gasps> I think I'm okay with the residual haunt. And I didn't know that she had had sex with him yet. I just was oh like, oh, God. this is a ghost. So I'm like, I'm okay with her there, but I don't want her to come any closer to me. So I don't like want to make contact with her and be like, yo, bitch, what's up? Come sit next to us. Yeah. So you know, we just kept like. I kept feeling like if I made direct eye contact with her, she would be like, hey, what's up? So I just, we kept like doing one of these and checking back in. And then one of the times we checked, she was not there anymore. We used to have this podcast where we did, (laughs) where we interviewed people and we talked about like normal shit. And then we have you two on our show. This is the best. <laughs> and I can never, Sorry, guys. I have yeah. no idea what to do with this. I have no I have no idea where to go from here. I am completely you the second you started talking about sleeping and choking, I was I was I was at a crossroads. Person. You're welcome. Thank you. I don't I'm- I what? feel like after that night, David's like, hey, babe, uh, <laughs> it's not too much. Could we maybe conjure that uh, that ghost again? Maggie. Her was, name was Maggie. We broke up shortly after. I don't know what that says about that. <laughs> that was Maggie. Hmm. That's incredible. <sighs> so anyway, moms, being a mom. What's the deal? What's the deal? I have wow. so much processing to do after this is over. Tiffany will Tiffany will have to have you we'll have we're we're close to St. Augustine so we'll have to have you come up and do a ghost tour yeah this place is very haunted banged you know what I'm saying that's the only way (laughs) yeah did you say only if I get banged that's the only way I'll come we'll see what we can coordinate with the ghost did you say Uh, that maybe if I come maybe I can be a conduit you get some lady action all up in there Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do ghost tours here. So maybe they do ghost sex tours. Ghost brothels. Yep. I bet they do. Um, I'll get get my pencil shavings ready. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what you call it. I think it's called callback in comedy. It is. You did it. You did it there. You did it there. Yes, you did. Um, Yeah. I uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, Best day of my life. (laughs) <laughs> what to do with this, but this is episode 99 and we do, you know what, what a great way to wish our listeners a happy holidays than to have had, had this episode be number 99 and right before they're celebrating with their loved ones. Happy Hanukkah! Whatever you celebrate, marry whatever the hell you celebrate from us Ugh. and mom Taraj, because nothing says Mary... Chris Mahana Kanawanaka, then go sex with choking. I mean, all I want for Christmas is to squirt. I don't oh. know about you guys. Yeah. 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 I think that's you probably. A little bit. That sounds great. I think that's probably on a lot of ladies' lists this year. 
It's not an you know unreasonable what? ask. A really important thing you can do is you can hydrate using a Momtourage mug or take it or leave it merch. Tioli, yeah. get your Tioli merch. Um, where we can find you, where our listeners can go to hear more of this amazingness. Well, <laughs> where can't you find us? Uh, you can find us anywhere you get podcasts. It's Montrage. And then every Thursday night, we do a live <laughs> a live show on Facebook and YouTube at facebook.com slash Montrage podcast. We have a show tonight. It's our pet show. We have Dr. Lisa Lippman, who is a celebrity vet <laughs> and an animal communicator on. So it's going to be a hell of a good time. Which uh, the people to listening to this will have to watch the replay because when this comes out, it'll be over. All right. Yeah. The oh, live yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people can watch it tonight. Everyone else, uh, and then for you. it'll be there. And then you can also find us wherever you find your next monolith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You could find us in Lithuania. I think it was Romania. Maybe it wasn't. I, I don't know. Either one. It's an Ania. Yeah. It was an Ania. <laughs> what if I just tore my face off and I was a reptile? Wouldn't that be oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my leg would be complete. Who said this? Where did we get these guests? What was happening today? What's going on? <laughs> this was awesome. Right up my alley. This was awesome, ladies. I can't tell you how entertained uh, I have been this entire time. I, it is literally exactly what we need right now as we hopefully exit 2020 into a better 2021. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Also, it was really nice not to talk about my kids for like almost 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. we don't. There's there's actually a lot of times on this podcast that we don't talk about the kids at all. Like we're just talking about the shit that's going down or what's going on with us or, you know, our guests or whatever. But yeah, this is really just a show about um, life. life and ghost sex, mostly. A lot of ghost <laughs> sex. Well, Dave, Dave did say, and then it just goes wherever. Yeah, yeah. it does go wherever. That's the you whole thing. that. And right you sure it. did. You reptilian. That's kind of how we do. You like rep, I said, lots of therapy. You reptilian monolith. Uh, what? What is? What was shapeshifter? You. You got me today. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Basically, we all got to do this again. So yeah, for sure. This was great. I absolutely had um, a bang up of a time. It was wonderful. So uh, make sure to follow them. Listen to their podcast. Uh, fo follow everywhere that you can find the Momtourage. It was wonderful having you ladies on. We will absolutely have to do it again. Uh, and thank you for joining us. And happy whatever the hell you celebrate. Thanks for having us. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or leave it, an advice-ish podcast for parents hosted by two struggling moms who, who have, have no, no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. See you guys for episode 100. We love you. Bye. Bye.